Hey, I'm Micah. And I'm Jen. From 1994 to 1996, Jen lived in the middle of nowhere, Montana. But not by choice. She was sent to a therapeutic boarding school. I had some issues. While there, she performed hard labor. There was also a lot of forced exercise. Went through daily, hours-long group therapy. That shit didn't work. And when she left, she was left with some holes in her life. Holes? One of the holes was her pop culture hole. Yeah, I missed a lot of shit. And that's a hole we can fill. Podcasting live from South Padre Island. It's I Never Saw That. It sure is. Hi. Hey. We haven't done this in a long time. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so excited to be recording again. I me too. Are you gonna bring some energy to this? I'm or gonna we... try. It's just I don't know what we're I don't know. I just feel really I don't know where we're going here. Like what the energy's gonna be. I don't know what you have planned for certain things, like certain segments. Well let's and just I don't get right into if... it then. Well, do you wanna talk about okay, yeah, fine. <laughs> you know that's what everyone's waiting for. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. So it's time for seeing the funny papers. This week, uh, we have a special, very special thing for everyone. I um, doubt it. It's August 29th, 1994 is the day we're on. And uh, I found, did I already talk about this? What? The Treasure Trove, the new comic. No. Treasure Trove I found. So it's been really hard. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but I spend a lot of time digging up these comics. Um, and apparently these people who make these comics have, they think of it as their intellectual property and they don't want it just being bandied about mm-hmm. um, Well, it is for their intellectual property. On the internet. And I think it's actually more the syndication, like the publishing people that have the rights to them it's really hard to find these old comics they're not all reprinted Uh Um, so i found a place where there's a huge amount of old newspapers in full online so it's a little bit of a pain to scroll through every single page but man i've been reading all sorts of interesting news and i found some comics (laughs) that i haven't you have not i haven't been Uh... able to get a hold of until now I'm ex- I, that's fantastic news. Yeah. So I'll get into those in a future of seeing the funny papers, but tonight oh, no. we have um The Born Loser. Do you remember The Born Loser? I mean, the name, I know the name and no, I don't know, <laughs> I don't remember the comic. So I the only thing I remember about it is reading it all the time and then thinking, well, that wasn't funny at all. Oh good. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is how I feel about a lot of these, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. But um, it's about like an an older guy, like a middle aged guy. He's a businessman. I don't know if he owns the company or if he he just works for the company. But it's just him doing everything wrong all the time, and him be- basically being an asshole. You know what they should call that? Mm-hmm. The born loser. Yes, that's what they called it. Like he's born to lose. Yeah. So born you loser, know? August twenty ninth, nineteen ninety four. I'm so glad we're getting back into our um, education of you. 
the comics you missed. This segment has already been three times longer than I <laughs> wish it were. Funny you mentioned three. We have three panels today. Uh-huh. Um, the first panel, uh, our titular character, the born loser. <laughs> titular. <laughs> He's the born loser. He's standing there wearing a black suit. Uh, I, I assume it's a suit because I can see from the next panel that there is like a cut to the jacket. But it's from the back here. We're looking at him um, in the first panel. And all I can see is just all black. He's got shoes on and a little fedora. And he's standing in front of an elevator. There's a garbage can next to the elevator on the right. On the left are two buttons, up and down. And in the first panel, he's the just... The usual elevator buttons yeah, then. I'll, okay. Yeah. Just picture your typical elevator. He's yeah. standing in front of it, arms at his side, holding a briefcase. Second panel. Ready, Jen? This is panel number two. I'm not ready. It's in the middle. His finger reaches over his arm, his whole arm. It'd be weird if just his finger did this. Mm-hmm. And he presses the down button. Uh-huh. Third panel. He's not there anymore, Jen. There's a trap door that is opened. And all you see is his hat. And below it is one of those little lines that like loops down to show that something fell, you know? Yeah. Like, so he fell. He fell. There's a trap door. Up. It's fallen behind him now. But yeah. He pressed the down button instead of the... You would think... What, what did you think was going to happen? Well, I thought some shenanigans were going to occur. Yeah. And I thought that uh, probably it wasn't going to go how he wanted it to. I uh-huh. thought maybe he pushed down, but he was supposed to go up or something right. like that. But I definitely did not see this coming. Why would they put a trap door there in front of the elevator with he, a button? He's in like an office building? Or like a, what kind of building right in front is of he the in? Elevator. Yeah, it's an office building. We don't know. It's I'm assuming it's his I job. I mean, he's holding he his briefcase. Yeah. yeah, but there's a he's trap door. He's going home. Somebody just... But today, okay. I mean, I kinda, this time I kind there's of, a trap door. I kind of like it because, you know, it's like life is unpredictable. Mm-hmm. And who knows where there could be trap doors. I wonder if this was part of a longer arc, you know, how sometimes they do that in comics. Like there's an ongoing kind of plot. Like a, Oh, maybe it's like a, a, a Wile E. Coyote kind of thing. Yeah. Where he's like always trying to get the Roadrunner and he keeps fucking up. Like he gets those catapults with the big rocks, uh-huh. you know, and no matter how he situates it, it always ends on him. But there's no Roadrunner. He just, the Roadrunner is he wants to go home. Yeah, but in this case, it's like the guy is trying to go down the elevator. And he just sucks at it. And he just, things just keep getting in his yeah. way. Yeah, I don't know. This one's real bad. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's, I don't, I think it's a lot better than most of the comics that you choose, <laughs> to be honest with you. All right. Well, that was in the funny papers. I mean, is that it for conversation about it? Did you have more to say? Well, I don't know. I just, you know, what does it say about... I feel like we should talk about what it represents in life and society and Mm. why it's important. See you in the funny papers soon. All right. Okay. Well, that was cool. We're talking about music today. Wait, why'd you do that intro where you were like... Live from Padre Island. <laughs> because we're on South Padre Island in Texas on the coast, on the Gulf Coast. Yeah. We are here. And the only thing I knew about South Padre Island before we came here was that people came here for spring break. It was big, like, party central for spring break. That's all I knew about it. Well, the only reason we came here was for a sea turtle rescue. A friend on Facebook 
uh, informed me about it, and I immediately made sure that we stayed here for uh, a while. So, well, a few nights, you know. And it's very cool. The sea turtle rescue was amazing. I adore sea turtles, and I plan to come back here at some point and live long enough to be able to volunteer at the sea turtle rescue, which is a minimum of three months. It was very cool. We saw some resident sea turtles that have, one of them has a prosthesis, this big fin on its back that helps it go. Yeah, because she lost three out of four of her flippers. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, it's an amazing place. And actually, the whole island is pretty cool. It's not as much of a... I mean, it's a resort town. That's Mm -hmm. what it says about it if you look it up. But it's really... I mean, granted, we're here in December, so it's not the popular time of year, but it's uh, very chill. It's nice. We went swimming. Yeah, the Gulf Gulf of Mexico Mexico is absolutely beautiful. In December. we rode horses on the beach today, which was really, really beautiful. We got lucky because it was a sunny day, and the the whole time we've been here, it's been rainy and windy and stuff so it's been really cool yep and i've now stalled as long as i possibly can (laughs) before we get into what we're actually talking about this week we're talking about some music right jen we're talking about some music uh we're talking about the most popular songs so most popular meaning the billboard hot 100 according to the billboard hot 100 so between Basically, when you went to Montana. Yes. So, it yes, it's the Billboard Hot 100 number one singles of 1994. So, we're going to just talk about the ones, the, the songs that were number one on that chart. That week. Those weeks. Those weeks. Uh, so, we're just talking about August 16th through the end of 1994. And there are only four songs that were number one on the Billboard Hot 100 during that time because one of them in particular was very popular for a very long time. We'll get to that later. I think it's an interesting group of songs. Do you think that? I do. What makes you think that? They're just um, varied more than I would have imagined. And I ended up looking at the Billboard Top 100 those weeks and saw a couple of the other um, artists that were hot at that time. There were a lot of artists that didn't get number ones, mm-hmm. but had big hits. Were hanging around at two and three for a long time. Um, some of the other songs we just missed just before this, um, "The Sign" by Ace of Base. Yes, that, that one was a huge album that year. That one is huge, and actually, I think it might have been number one in '95 at some point. Was it? Did they come back? I don't think so. I think it was the other. Maybe I'm thinking. I might be thinking of the album being number. I think the album. The album was might have been number, number one. one. Yeah. Um, I swear by All for One, which is a song we've talked about um, previously and on the I podcast swear. <laughs> with Why? James, with our friend James. By the moon and the stars and something. Yep, that's how it goes. Um, that was number one right before this, so we just missed those other songs that were hanging around near the top. Um, just to show how varied the Hot 100 is, uh, Luther Vandross had a hit. Um, Cheryl Crow, All I Want to Do. Uh, those two were bouncing, fighting between two well, and now, three wait, for a couple weeks. Well, now wait, why do you say, I mean, the people who make the Billboard Hot 100 are not, they're not just randomly choosing songs that they like. They're no, it's based basing on it on sales and, play, and radio. Yeah, radio play and stuff. Yeah, I'm not saying it's... 
So just to give some other context, um, a lot of huge albums came out in 1994. And we've talked about some of them before uh, in passing in the podcast, and some we did episodes about Weezer had an album that came out, Beastie Boys, Ill Communication. I was listening to that a lot. Um, Soundgarden, Super Unknown. There were a lot of like grunge albums a little a little bit later in the grunge phase. But this was also the year Unplugged, the Nirvana Unplugged album came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was a big year for punk rock getting radio play. Uh, Rancid had Let's Go come out. Green Day Dookie came out. The Offspring was getting a lot of radio play. Tori Amos had a big album, Dinosaur Jr. Just to give a little more context around what else was being played, Beck's Mellow Gold album came out this year as well. Um, but the four was, songs that we're oh, yeah. going to talk about. Yeah, our songs have nothing those. to do with none of the bands or songs you just talked about are anywhere near the same genre as any of these songs. I know. That's why I think it's interesting that these four ended the year at the top of the Hot 100. We went down a big rabbit hole with oh, that. Oh, man. This what week. is that that you're singing, Jen? Oh, I'm not going to talk about it right now. Okay. That's just a we'll little get tease to it later. for later. All right. Song number one. Let me give you a hint. It's Stay by Lisa Loeb. <laughs> it's actually called Stay. Parentheses. I missed you. I missed you. I hate it when um, songs have part of their title in parentheses. Mm-hmm. Like you just couldn't decide if you wanted that to be in the title, so you put it in there. I hate that. Yeah. That's all I have to say. You know, Micah, you say, I only hear what I want to. You say, I only hear what I want to. Well, Jen, you talk slow all the time. (laughs) You say, I talk so all the time. So. That's the best line. What does it mean, even? I don't know. It's I think a real it's dick just, thing to say. I, well, I think this guy is a dick that she's talking about. But she about. misses him. I guess it might not be a guy. We don't know if it's a guy. We We're don't. just making that assumption. Um, yeah, we don't know. I, this person's a dick is what it seems like. So this song actually surprised me a lot when you played these. So Jen found these four songs that ended the year at the top of the top 100 and played them for me without telling me what they were. We were driving along. And she put this song on, and I groaned audibly. And oh, then yeah. Continued with pleasure to sing every word of the song. Guess what? <laughs> I have two notes on this song. The first one is, does she have any other songs? And the second one is, Micah loves this song. <laughs> well, I obviously heard it a lot because it was being like you love shit this was played song. Out of it it's on okay the radio. to say that you love this song. And no, I was t- shocked. Say though. that you love it. I don't love it. I You're think it's very, I think it's weird. Like you talk slow all the time. There are too many things like that in it that I'm, that just turn me off and take me out of it. Okay. But you listen to the Beastie Boys. Yeah. And Beck, like two of the biggest nonsense lyrics. <laughs> like they're, yeah. they just string together syllables of, of, right. of lunacy. Lunacy? Lunacy. Lunacy. Was I was trying appropriate. to, I was trying to think of like, ludicrousness ludicrosity mm-hmm. i think ludicrosity is the right word you that i was that. looking for 
I was actually shocked that this song was that big, that it was... Really? You knew every word of it. I know. Well, yeah. And you weren't just... listening to it on purpose, necessarily. Right. I don't well, even you think were, but... I knew that it was Lisa Loeb. But when you played it, I knew the song. And then you said Lisa Loeb. And I was like, really? She was that big? But she that was a big deal for like alternative. They were starting to chart more stuff like this. And she got a number one song for three weeks. So now, pretty okay, big deal. so this is something that I find interesting. And that is that the way I define alternative mm-hmm. is apparently not the same as Billboard defines it or maybe lots of other people define it, define it and especially from the 90s. I don't consider Lisa Loeb alternative. I don't consider Alanis Morissette alternative. Mm. I consider those easy listening. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like I don't know, what does alternative even mean? That I I don't know. Alanis Morissette had some songs that like rocked harder than her singles, mm-hmm. I guess. Lisa Loeb, I honestly don't know another song of hers, but just like this song, I mean, and I'm not saying anything bad about this song. I think it's a pretty song. Uh I think it's you know, it's a song that's fun to sing along with, and it's pretty, and it's whatever. I just didn't... I guess I don't know what the definition of alternative is, and it's bothering me now. Well, I think the 90s was just an interesting time because it wasn't... There were a lot of songs that were getting played that weren't pop songs. Like, it wasn't just Madonna and Janet Jackson, and, like, the 80s were those big, super-produced pop songs, you know? Yeah. Which brings us to the next song... Oh, we're done with that one? Well, I don't know. Do you have more to talk about with Lisa Loeb and um, Nine Stories? I mean, I guess not. Like I said, I only had those two notes on it. I, I, It's the one of these four songs, I think it's the one I enjoy listening to the most. Yeah. Oh, like, I, it's, it's fine, is how I feel about it. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to be... I feel like I'm coming across. I'm being a fucking snob. I'm not trying to be a music snob. I'm just saying, it's fine. And this is what I mean. Like, it's... It's the kind of song that plays in a Rite Aid. Right. And you'll sing along. And well, it's like pleasant to hear. That's kind of what I was saying at the beginning is that all the other bands and the albums that I listed have had much longer legacies and have fared a lot better. Like, I will still listen to some of those albums. I don't think that these Like, four... which albums are you talking about? The ones that we just missed? Or what are you talking no, about? No, like, all the other albums that came out that year that were huge. Like, that Nirvana oh. Unplugged album was enormous. Green yeah, Day yeah, Dookie yeah. was a big deal. Well, like, but that's... That has to do more with your personal taste. You weren't a Lisa... Lo- you didn't... You weren't listening to Lisa Loeb. Right. But I think, like, Beck, Mellow Gold... Yeah. ...was a huge album. Yeah. It remains a huge album. Green Day Dookie was a, like, game changer for punk rock being mainstream yeah so you're saying there was there were there was groundbreaking music and then there was this song right i mean i don't know (laughs) maybe there was maybe there was something groundbreaking about it at the time i don't think so i think it's just kind of a pretty song that people connected to kind of like in a jewel sort of way and i like jewel i think jewel has some really good songs actually and that's kind of how I see Lisa Loeb. It's like very, very widely accessible. I think it looks like that now. And but appealing. at the time, I think Lisa Loeb wasn't like a super well-known person. And for her to get three no. weeks, the number one song in the country for this type of yeah. like smaller artist at the time, no, that's cool. I think was a big deal. Sure, that's yeah. cool. But also, I think she was kind of a one-hit wonder, though I don't know that for sure. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think she has her fans, and she had a lot of other albums that she recorded, but I don't know that she okay. ever got in the top 100 again. All right. Well, anyway. Maybe she it's, did. Uh, yeah. So stay, Lisa Loeb. I, it's fine. And then we go to a song by a group that spent a lot of time in the top 100 for several years before this. Yeah. Okay. So, like, here's the thing. August 20th to November 26th. So that's like from the time I got to Montana mm-hmm. through Thanksgiving. Through Thanksgiving when you ran away. No. I didn't. I ran away like three days after I got there. Right. Thanksgiving is when families came oh, and yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah. It was... That's right. So for that whole time, 14 weeks. Yeah. Go ahead. You say it. I don't like saying it. Okay. The number one song was I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men. 14 weeks um, tied... I Will Always Love You by Whitney Nelson. <laughs> Sorry. Wow, Whitney Nelson. Whitney Nelson is, from a, is a good friend and podcaster. Yes, Historical Hotties. You should all go listen to that right now and turn this off because I can't talk anymore. Um, 14 weeks, it tied uh, the record set by Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You for most yeah. weeks at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 um, until it was later broken in 1995 and then 96. Again, but this song, I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men, mm-hmm. I would not say is one of the better Boys to Men songs. Like, I was, I remember, I think Boys to Men had a song called End of the Road that was the eighth All grade the graduation song for every single to school the in the country. Of the road. That's it. Still, I can't let go. Can you? If you could harmonize with me, <laughs> this could be really pretty. It's unnatural. Ooh. <laughs> okay, so you sing the melody and I'll harmonize no, them. No, this isn't going to go well. Okay, anyway. Yeah, just go listen to Boys to Men <laughs> instead. Don't End of the to Road, I guess. It. End of the Road is good. I mean, I loved it in eighth grade. Right. I, I... was a big fan of um, Motown Philly, like their first single. Oh, yeah, single. <laughs> they're older. Well, that was like a different Boys to Men. Yeah. I... That was a much more hip hoppy Boys to Men. I feel like, and then they just got into the R- well, they're really, really sad R and B, pathetic R and B songs. They um, here's the thing, I am a big fan of Boys to Men's singing abilities mm-hmm. and harmonizing abilities. I'm not a fan of this song. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> In fact, n- now to be fair, part of the reason I hate this song, any song. <laughs> That has make love or make love to you in the title, I automatically hate. It's gross. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this also, one's out, right? Well, from it's the just like, it's like the, whole the, other, the, the worst song in the entire world, almost, because that song by the Spin Doctors is the worst oh, song God. in the entire world. But that song, <laughs> that that's doesn't like, mention making love at all. Feel like making love. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it makes me want to stab my ears out <laughs> so that I never have to hear it again. And I don't know whether is this like me being a Puritan or is it just I mean as a young person I you know the phrase make love or making love or whatever didn't bother me and it bothers me now. I don't know why. Well maybe because you're thinking about your like 15, 16 year old self listening to the song. No. I don't know. That's not it, because I, I wasn't. If you listen to the lyrics, like if you actually read the lyrics and listen to this while they're singing it, this is what 
a 14 year old virgin thinks having sex is like because how wait how old was boys to men at this point oh like 80 no 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 no, no I'm i don't serious. know i have no idea they're not that much older than us are they i don't know yeah i think they're a little older like than 10 us. years yeah. or i don't know they had <laughs> presumably made love to someone before and knew that um <laughs> saying just take your clothes off leave them there in a pile I'll take my clothes no, off, no, too. No, 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 stop, stop, because we're going to get to that in a second. <laughs> but I want to go back to when I first put this song on. Oh, okay. Because we had to listen to it. In the car. In the car. With we're our kids. With our kids, because we're always with our kids. Yeah. And uh, the words that came out of my mouth, do you remember? <laughs> no. You don't? No, I remember what Sadie said. I cannot believe that you don't remember. I thought for sure you would be the one to bring this up, but here are the words that came out of my mouth. I said... How are songs like this allowed? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, like, boomer. What? Yeah, seriously, <laughs> such an okay boomer. Um, Actually, okay, silent moment. generation. Like, yeah, like, I... Cover up your ankles. Jesus. I really... I, I, but, it, but the thing is, like, every song in the world is about sex. Right. And... and that's fine because it's metaphorical and poetic mm-hmm. and like <laughs> this song <laughs> it's not metaphorical huh and it's not poetic and there's nothing it's just straight up like they just come right out and say it let's bone <laughs> yeah. which but it's funny because i like other songs that say that like i want to sex you up i used to love <laughs> that song i still like that song so you're here for Although, i want to sex you up honestly but you don't like I'll make love to you. I mean, if I Want to Sex You Up came on with my kids, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel if I'd be like, ooh. <laughs> like, if it makes, it would make me feel like, like, just disgusting on the inside. <laughs> like, this song makes me feel, uh, I hate it. And also, I always confuse it with a John Bon Jovi song. Oh, yeah. Do you want to sing oh, that one for I us? I know what it is. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Why don't you sing it for us? I'll be there for you. These five words I swear to you. When you breathe, I want to be the air for you. I'll be there for you. I live and I die for you. Steal the sun from the sky for you. Words can't say what love can do. Well, then you should stop singing. Etc. Why are you writing um, words then, John Bon Jovi? You can't steal the sun. It's a beautiful song. I fucking love that song, mm-hmm. honestly. It's a beautiful it's a beautiful little love song. I believe what he was doing was using metaphor. For and what? Poetry. He said well, he was I mean, gonna yeah, steal the I'll sun. I'll steal the sun from the sky, but it's also yeah. like I'll be there for you. It's pretty Where in juxtaposition with this song, where yeah, they wait, just <gasps> said Where they give instructions. Yes. Sex oh, instructions. I can't are the instructions just yuck. Oh, it's also, yeah, it's so bad. Okay, so this is, we were, when we were originally talking about doing this, we were going to try to like weave in lyrics from these songs, but yeah. we didn't But then we listened to this song and well. said, we can't do it. But here's the part that I think is the funniest is when he's like, he says something and then he says, I have no place to go. And like my, yeah. my response to that as a woman, this is what I like to think about with songs like this that are gross and like giving me instructions, I like to think about my what my response would be. Yeah, 
He says, we'll take it slow. I've got yeah. no place to go. Let's go slow. I've got no place to go. So my response to that is, you got no place to go? Like, are you trying to move into my house? <laughs> and then once I th- had that thought, that's all I could think about was like, oh, this guy's trying to move into mm-hmm. her house. He's going to sex her so good that she's not going to notice that he's living he's there now. He's moving all his stuff in. It's going to be fine, though, because he says, <laughs> he, yeah. he says, I'll like hold on to you as long as you want me to. I'll hold you through the night, and I would really prefer that you don't, <laughs> because I cannot sleep like that. I don't want to be held through the night. When you're done, you just want to go to sleep. Like, like, give me a little bit of space I, now. It's not that I don't like you anymore. It's just, please don't hold on to me. That's suffocating. Yeah. You know what this song reminded me of, actually? Um, no. We've been watching a show with our kids that probably isn't totally appropriate that's all we do is make them listen to songs about making love basically Ugh. but we <laughs> uh they're not comfortable with it either so <laughs> we have been watching flight of the concords with them and this reminded me of one of my favorite flight of the concord songs if you're into it oh yeah where brett sings about if if you want me to I'll take off all my clothes for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like this song. Like, you can take off your clothes, too, and then we'll be naked. And then we could, you know, if that's what you're into, we could do that. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it, this song is a little more um, assertive than that. Yeah. Brett's is much sweeter and not as creepy in a way. No, it's it super creepy. creepier. But, but I'm just saying, it's le- it's like, hey, if you're into this, we can no, do this. No, I mean, and, and this I This song is more like, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to take it real slow. Not slow like I'm going to get to know you a little bit. Oh. I mean slow like we're going to slowly make love. You is... stop saying that. <laughs> exactly. Disgusting. That's the that's the appropriate response, but not the one we had when we were 15. I don't know 15. why that's the response, though. Why is that? Is it just that language has changed since then? Because maybe back then that's just like how people... I don't know. How we all talked about it? I don't know. Because I, I just, I feel weird that it's so gross to me. It shouldn't be gross. <laughs> it shouldn't be that it's gross. But gross. it's just like, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, I do have to give credit for consent. Like, <laughs> he is like, or they, they're like, yeah, basically, I'll hold you as long as you want me to. I'll make love to you like you want me to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gross, but also... <laughs> You know, the point of the song is like that the focus is on the woman, and I do appreciate that. Yeah. He's trying to um, please her, and that's cool. But um, honestly, oh, I do have to say this. The other day, I was looking this song up. I don't know why, to get some information about it before we did this. And uh, I, or no, I was searching for it because we needed to listen to it again. Mm-hmm. And into the search bar, I typed, I'll make love to you, boys. <laughs> <laughs> B-O-Y-Z That's For um, boys to men obviously. Probably a bad thing And then I was like Ooh Wow Clear that search history Pretty quickly Well it was just in like Apple Music But still um, I'll make love to you boys <laughs> not, not what you want to be Searching for Okay Well thank you Jen um, We're oh, not done man. with Boys to men though December 3rd The week following I'll make love to you did its 14th week at the top. Boys to Men had another hit. No, starting on November... Well, yeah, okay, whatever. The week of December 3rd. Sorry, go ahead. 
And they became the first band to chart consecutive number one singles since the Beatles did three in a row in 1964. That's pretty amazing. That's a big deal. That's really a... Uh... Um, on Bended Knee was the song, and it was the number one song December 3rd through 10th, and then... And then again. Again at the end of the For year. the last week of the year. Yeah. So it did a few weeks, and people realized, oh... Yeah, that other Boys to Men song was better than this one. But it didn't come back. Uh, there was another song in between. But On Bended Knee, Jen, do you want to talk about On Bended yeah, Knee Yeah, I want to talk about the fact that the first note I took here says On Blended Knee, <laughs> uh, which is... It sounds a little more painful, I guess. Yeah, so the first time we listened to this song... You hated it. I hated it a lot, and I didn't recognize it at all. Not for the same reasons that you hated no, All not, Make Love to You, not, but... No, you're just saying that over and over again, like on purpose now. Uh, <laughs> not for the same reasons, because I found it so irritating and boring. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't recognize it at all either. Uh, so I don't know if I had ever heard it before. But then we listened to it again. We've listened to it a couple times since. And the chorus was a little more familiar. Well, I don't know if the chorus was just familiar from listening to it before. Mm-hmm. Or if I just picked it up quickly, like listening to it, which is a thing that is not hard to do with this song. It's right. a very uh, pretty predictable like melody. It sounds a lot like a lot of other Boys to Men songs to me. It, it has sounds the like every the Boys to Men song. Where they say, hey girl. Yeah. Yeah. I, this, again, though, if you really listen to the lyrics, it's not making a whole lot of sense to me. Well. I'll never walk again plays frequently in it like i'm gonna get yeah. on my knees until you come back to me yeah. and then i'm never gonna get up or I'm did you have an accident yeah yeah it's not great <laughs> i i but i did um uh after listening to it once and hating it then we listened to it a couple more times and i did i was like okay 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 i get i get I get it. This song has a really lovely chorus, actually. I really like the chorus. And when I say that, I mean, see, what I'm listening to mostly is melody as, and harmony. Melodies and harmonies. Mm -hmm. And those are both tell things. Us, tell us more about the harmonies. Those are musical terms. Ah. Um, but I did, I, I, it's fine. But the lyrics are pathetic, again. They were really pathetic. Yeah, there's a lot of pathetic R&B songs about heartbreak. Mm, there's a lot of pathetic together. all songs. Yeah. All types of songs. But these songs, I don't know. They, these This period of Boys to Men just seems particularly pathetic to me. But I, I was like, Micah, the Boys to Men I want to listen to is like the acapella. Like mm -hmm. just them harmonizing acapella. And you're like, I think you're thinking of the band Shy. Yeah. And then we did listen to it, and I was like, oh, yeah. That song's dope. Very wow. good. That song's amazing. I love it. Can we sing it right now? No, we can't. God, can you? The very first time. Why'd you stop? Oh, I don't you know. You have to what keep going. Is. Oh, I just keep doing that? <laughs> good job. Uh, anyway. Yeah, Sadie, when we turned it on, Sadie was like, can we listen to a better song? <laughs> she didn't like it at all. Yeah, it's better than I'll Make Love to You, for sure. Yeah. I, in, my, in my opinion, not in the world's opinion. No. 
the opposite of that is what but, the world thought. Uh, yeah. On Bended Knee only lasted a couple of weeks, and then uh, we come to our fourth song, which yeah. is a real wild card here at the end of the year for 1994. Yeah. Here Come the Hot Stepper. By Edie Camose. Yeah. Here Come the Hot Stepper. Word up. <laughs> I'm the lyrical gangster. Yeah, he knows what Bo don't know. No, no, we don't die. Yes, we multiply. Anyone press will hear the ballet sing. Act like you know, Rico. I know what Bo don't know. Touch them up and go. Oh, cha cha ching ching. Here come the hot stepper. I'm the lyrical gangster. Excuse me, Mr. Officer. I wrote those lyrics down too because I was like, oh my God, some of these lyrics are so 90s. <laughs> like, so 90s. literally referencing 90s stuff. Yeah. For those of you listening who are young and don't know what we're talking about, Bo Jackson. Yeah. He was an athlete. Now, he just was... sit down and listen. <laughs> he was a two sport you, professional athlete. He played two different sports, mm-hmm. Bo Jackson. And he played the baseball, uh-huh, and the he baseballs. played the football, mm-hmm. and he was uh, really good at it. He was great. He was incredible. Anyway. Um, Nike he, had a big ad campaign with him yeah. called Bonos, and then he would do, like, Bonos this or Bonos that. He would he could play all kinds of sports. He could do all kinds of things. Eni Camo's knows what base- Bo don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good lyric. It's just that it was so, so specific to, like, one time. So this song was number one for two weeks? One week? Uh, (laughs) A week and a half? It's confusing the way they do it. But two two weeks. weeks. Um, And uh, then everyone realized it was annoying as fuck, and they wanted to listen to On Bended Knee again. And On Bended Knee was the number one song again for the last week, 1994. (laughs) Yeah. But that Eni song... It has a lot of great samples in it. Yeah. Well, yeah. When we listened to this the first time, too, I was like, I've never heard this in my life. And But now I'm like, wait, had I heard it? Because now in my mind, it's the chorus, again, is, is really familiar. But yeah. is that just li- from listening to it a couple times? Or is it that it came back to me like... It's also it's also been sampled a lot. And it was in a lot of mixtapes and other things. Um yeah, but I did not recognize it at first. Anyways, uh, but my first note was, I have never heard this. Is that because this song was just never played again Like after these two weeks? But he's a Jamaican reggae artist. Yeah. I did not realize that. He got big with this song. He was like a one-hit wonder, but this song like... Yeah, this was a big deal for made him. Made him a big deal. I can see it being a big dance hall song in the 90s. Um, totally, yeah. It's annoying as fuck. Yeah, it's not a very... Again, all these songs are like, huh. Which kind of makes me question this thing that we're doing. Because I really wanted to do this where it was like, we'll look at like the most popular songs of the mm-hmm. time. But I don't know if that's relevant, really. I mean, it's relevant to the time. But it's not relevant to my experience or your experience at the time. Because... It's not really what we would have been listening to anyway. No, but it's what we would have heard. We still would have heard it. Yeah. Like this song well, you would did have been hear played it. at dances. You say it would we have been would played. Have. Right. It, I'm just saying, like going along with your idea that it's not what I would have been listening to or 
the shows I would have been going to or the radio station that I would have been tuned into necessarily. Mm-hmm. You still would hear it in stories. You'd hear it in the mall. You'd hear it on the radio in other places. You'd yeah, hear yeah. it at dances. Like, well, yeah, and that's that's why I was really You su- would have heard this song. That's why I was really surprised that I didn't recognize it, though. Yeah. Because... It was kind of like a little one-hit wonder, and it was just at the top for a couple of weeks, and then it probably disappeared. It is one of those songs that you don't need to listen to it a lot over and over and over. No. It's not like you can sing along to it and have fun with it, like the Boys to Men songs. Yeah. Um, but this song took us down a really interesting rabbit hole because yes. it samples... Na 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 Can you sing that and I harmonize with it? Sure. Go. Na 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 No, okay. You do we're doing okay. You stuck with it there for a minute. Uh yeah, we couldn't place that for a long time, like for too long, embarrassingly long. But No, we just it's not that we couldn't place it, we just didn't know who where that came from originally yeah we couldn't place it right away like but it turns out that it come it came from way back yeah originally yeah but what we knew it from was so we found the original version which was a cover of a song that does not include na 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 it doesn't have any of that in it um but it's the same song it's been covered by it wasn't a cover that was the original i thought no there was one before that that we listened to that was chris kenner and that's the one without the na na nas. Yeah, and that was the original. And then the cover included the next cover included, included the, the na na yeah. Um, yeah, the song is "Land of a Thousand Dances," and it's been covered by tons of people and tons of marching bands at yeah. sporting events. That's what we realized is like it's very familiar. It's a very familiar marching band uh, tune, but the but the song that the original that we were thinking of was. Wilson Pickett. Wilson Pickett. Yes. That's right. Which is a badass song. Good. I, to my credit, I didn't know who Wilson Pickett was, so I wouldn't have been able to place that. Mm. So it's really only it's just me that should be who couldn't place it. Ashamed. Well, now we should go listen to a whole bunch of Wilson Pickett because I don't know Wilson Pickett. I mean, I probably do. I probably know other songs. I just don't know. You know, it's like a lot of things in life. You know how I don't know about them. It's like that. Yeah. Well, that's what we're here to do, Jen. That's poetry. Educate you about the the born loser and Wilson Pickett. Yeah. I'm sorry. I feel like we were kind of down on all these songs a little bit, uh, but that's only because they're not very good. <laughs> but I think they're I'm interesting. I'm just kidding. No, I love Boyce Men. Boyce Men's good. Lisa Love is just fine. Every and... word of stay. Micah loves it. That w- It was adorable watching him like belt it out. It was um, really weird because it's one of those songs I didn't know who it was. I couldn't have named. I mean, I know who Lisa Loeb know? is, but I didn't. I wouldn't have been able to say, "Oh, that's Lisa Loeb." Really? It's just a song that I had heard a hundred times. Even I could name could name that. And the whole point yeah. of this podcast is that I wasn't even around for it. <laughs> that's funny. Oh man. Okay, we need he talks to wrap slow this all the time. <laughs> I this is the best lyric. <laughs>
But there are some other ones later that make me wonder. I don't know. Just like what the the point of the song. Was it that this person's a dick? I but think you still miss them? I think it's that he's bad at criticizing people. Mm. <laughs> she misses that he... You say I talk slow all the time? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't even mean Like anything. what kind of... What is that? What are you... What is that? <laughs> I don't listen hard. I don't pay attention to the too many women. You got I don't it. Why you really care? Oh, whatever. Who cares? If only there was a way for us to put in actual clips of the song so people could hear them. If only we had that We're technology. We're going to, and I'm going to put my voice over the top of it, <laughs> singing along Beautiful. with that. It's going to be very bad. Oh, I would, I would bet it's going to be. Painful to listen to. Unlistenable, even. On that note, uh, how about you leave a review for our podcast? <laughs> Let people know how much you hated it. Because that'd be nice. It's been fun to do this again. We are. Yeah. I'm not going to promise that we're going to be more nope. consistent. Because we're doing it. I really want to. We're doing it when we can. We live in an RV. We're traveling around the country. In case there's anyone who's who doesn't know that, we are on a trip for this whole school year uh living in a tiny space and with our children and just sort of trying to live outside the box a little bit but it makes it difficult by living in a very tiny box yeah good, on wheels good point whoa mm-hmm. bro <laughs> bro you just blew my mind i know mind blown Anyways, but it makes it difficult to record very often, partially because we don't have a lot of streaming and partially because we're fucking tired all the time. So anyway, but yeah, we, we're doing our best. We'll get episodes out as often as we can. Yeah. Thanks for sticking in there with us and listening to this whole weird rambling yeah, hour I'm gonna, and a half I'm gonna, where we No, about we didn't. I'm going <laughs> to edit. I'll edit it and try to make it sound good. I'll put in some sound effects. Oh, good. Yeah. I'll look forward just to that. some like, woo! I hope you all enjoyed that. You know, just to keep things exciting, like I'd like to do. Anyway, if you um, haven't done so yet, please do leave us a review on iTunes or on wherever you listen to this. Um, that'd and be tell awesome. A friend. And a rating. And yeah, tell a friend about us. And that those would be wonderful things you could do. To help us out. We're on Twitter at Never Saw That Pod. Yep. And Instagram at I Never Saw That. And we have a Facebook group that is a lot of fun. Um, we have an excellent Facebook group, people yes. People love, love, love seeing the funny papers, so it's always fun to hear them talk about that in the Facebook group. Okay. Well, I mean, I would say that's an exaggeration, but people love headlines, too. I just don't do it. Uh-huh. You keep telling yourself that. Wow. You know what? The great thing about you saying that is that we're going to get so many tweets. And by that, I mean one. <laughs> one tweet. One tweet that says, I, for one, love the headlines. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you very, very much. Um, thank you. And thanks to Grandma Cray for our artwork. Thank you to Fifi Folios for our internet stuff. Thanks to Minus Violet for our music. Until next time. See, See you in the, the 90s. 90s. You stop saying that. <laughs> exactly. Disgusting. Like you want me to.
I would really prefer that you don't because I cannot sleep like that. I don't want to be held through the night. You're just saying that over and over again, like on purpose now. Are you trying to move into my house? How are songs like this allowed? Don't listen hard. Don't pay attention to the things that you're running to anyone anywhere. I don't understand why you really care. I'm only hearing negative. 